Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Well, hello and welcome to Pre-Service, a podcast preparing you for worship at Silverdale Baptist Church. My name is Michael and I'm with my friend and co-host, Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? I am fantastic, brother. We're oh, having a good time we here. We are having a good time Dude, today. We may have had some technical difficulties, but you know what? We're having a fantastic time sharing with each other and just enjoying the Lord and His Word and hoping that you're enjoying it with us. So Yeah, uh, so Kevin, it's exciting to be back tonight. We're going to be talking yeah. about Psalm 25. We're going to get into a little bit of the poetry of the Psalms. But before we do all of that, take a moment and just tell, because we may have some people that are new tonight that have, or yeah. today or whenever it is you're listening to this, that don't know really what this is all about. So Michael, you and I have talked about scripture and as certainly what we covered in the sermons, what's what our pastors are, are preaching on. We've covered that for years now. You and I'll talk about it and things, observations we made. Usually over breakfast. And a lot of times over breakfast. It, good, good Baptist brothers. That's what we love, right? <laughs> and uh, we thought as we were talking about this, we found um, it was beneficial for us to share with our families each separately. And we thought, you know what? It might be good for people to prepare their hearts and to have an observation to see two brothers here two brothers in Christ talking about God's word and preparing for the scripture lesson that's coming up this Sunday or this weekend. Yeah. And so, as I said a moment ago, tonight we're going to talk about Psalm 25. But before we do, we want to take a little bit of time to talk about Hebrew poetry. So each week we talk a little bit about the the, the background information or maybe even the introductory material to the Psalms. And we've covered things like authorship, uh, poetry a little bit, a uh, time or two we've talked about mm -hmm. different aspects different type, of, yeah. of poetry. Um, the time period that it was written in, uh, like 800 years. Yeah, to actually write and collect all these. And all the way back to Moses. Even right. one is attributed to him, which I think we talked about a little bit, but at some point I'd like to have another conversation about yeah, this. Yeah, that would be, that'd be that. interesting, I think, to, to get into that a little more. Yeah, yeah. And so tonight we're going to talk about one of the tools that 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 in this in this case it would be David, uh, but the authors of the Psalms would use to help the people at that time memorize and become familiar with the Psalms. Because unlike our culture, everybody didn't didn't have their own copy or two copies or, or, or three ten copy a digital copy. <laughs> digital there, there wasn't the digital Hebrew Septuagint. Right? You didn't yeah. have. Yeah, you didn't have. You those. might have a piece of it in in this culture, and you might have a portion in another culture, but they were all handwritten down, and they were right. very very precious. And it was an oral society back then. And so they would use things like this to help them to memorize and learn that. And so this particular Psalm, Psalm 25, is written out in an acrostic. And so each letter of the Hebrew alphabet starts the, the how do you say? The verse. Uh, the each, verse. Yeah. Each each section here uh, starts out, and it's, it's broken down for us in 25 by verses. I, you know, certainly when David wrote it, he didn't put a verse number on it, but we, we knew to break it out in verses in 25 by the way that the, the stanza or section was started. It was started with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet in order. So in English, yes. it would have been A, B, C, D. 
So, you know, each each new verse. What would that be in Hebrew, Kevin? <laughs> It'd be what? Aleph, Aleph Beth, Beth, and so on. Yeah. You can look that I up. I like how we we stopped there. We're like, and and the rest. And the rest. We're not we're not gonna go a long in, time since I stopped I've on D in English. So, you know, I, you know, don't don't get me under the Hebrews. Um, so there were there were actually a number of Psalms that 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 used this tool. There were nine in total. Um, Psalms nine and ten. Uh, though in our Bibles today, they are two different Psalms. We're most likely one Together. longer Psalm at some point in history. 25, 34, th- 25 we're talking about tonight, 34, 37, 111, 112, and probably most famous and familiar 119 because it's the longest, right? Not only the longest Psalm, but the longest chapter of the Bible. Yeah. And there you don't have like one letter per verse. You have like one letter. Per I think it's three. In, yeah. Three or four. I think three or four. Yeah. And then Psalm 145. And so those all used this tool. And so this acrostic tool to, yeah. that would help people to remember. You, you would know that that section always began with the next letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Yeah. So let's take a moment and read through this. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast, love, and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who is the man who fears the Lord? Him will he instruct in the way that he should choose. His soul shall abide in well-being, and his offspring shall inherit the land. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he makes known to them his covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Consider my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins. Consider how many are my foes and with what violent hatred they hate me. Oh, guard my soul and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame for I take refuge in you. My integrity and uprightness preserve me for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Amen. You know, Kevin, as as I was reading through this psalm, um, it quickly became apparent that unlike some of the other psalms that we read, you don't have a real, I guess, breakdown of this psalm. You know, like when we studied Psalm 100, there was an A, what we call an A-B-A-B pattern. So there was this call to praise and a reason to praise, and then another call to praise and another reason to praise. But for this, we don't see that. So maybe in your translation, I know if you read in the ESV, you might see it broken up. And I think that the the reason that the ESV translators did that is just to make it easier to read. But if you look at the the CSB, you'll see that they're all just lined up. Yeah. And so those are just some of the choices that different translators might make when they're putting together the Bible. 
but you don't really see or we don't really have a breakdown of stanzas. Right. For us in English, we we miss out on the structural component in in chapter in uh, Psalm 25 because it's actually based on the alphabet, it's based on the acrostic, right? Right. Here what we're what we're seeing is a lot of statements and it's different types of statements. So there are affirmations or assertions that the psalmist is making. The psalmist is saying, "I will do a certain thing" or "a certain thing is true." We see requests, "Lord, do something for me. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. We see promises from the Lord. And we've seen other chapters that had that, right? Mm -hmm. But we see a lot of different things kind of mixed in here in ways that we haven't seen in other Psalms. And uh, it it can be a lot for anybody. Yeah, if to we were go to try through. to talk through this verse by verse, we'd be here all day all long. The whole time. Yeah. Uh, but, and so we're not going to do that just to. <laughs> No just way. Just to bring you some comfort. Uh, <laughs> yes. But but just know that as you're reading through and you're trying to figure out, okay, where's he going? Where's the where's the flow here? The flow is in the acrostic. The flow is in, in the memory tool that they had. But it covers, as you said, Kevin, a number of of, of topics. Different types of yeah, yeah. So you see these meditations where it, where the where actually it's a psalm of David. David wrote this. Uh we don't exactly know when David wrote this. It doesn't right. tell us, you know. But we, I think you and I have shared and talked about, we, I think we both feel it was probably later in his life. Probably. And that's just a guess. Yeah. No, nothing in here would tell us that other than the, the tone is something that we look at and we say, well, I'm going to kind of read a little bit into that. It seems like it'd be later, but it may not have been. It may could not have been. been. Could have been earlier. I mean, but if you think about it, when you speak of tone, I mean, if you look at, uh, and this doesn't necessarily mean he was younger and less mature, but if you look at say Psalm 51, which David wrote, that is a, a cry to God for forgiveness where he has been confronted with a sin, a very specific instance of sin. And he's saying, against you and you alone have I sinned, created me a clean heart. And you see this emotionally charged. It's repentance. It, yes. I mean, you, anybody who has been at that place of repentance before the Lord, anybody who knows the Lord and His mercy has been at that place where yeah. we've cried out, you know, on your mercy alone, Lord, I depend. I throw myself on your mercy. I am fully dependent. And we see that in Psalm 51 in the tone of David's writing. But, but not so much here. Not here. I mean, <laughs> you do have some lamenting in here. He's lamenting yeah. his sins and and he's asking God not to remember the sins of his youth and right. things of that nature. But but there seems to be a calm to this, at least as I read it. I don't, I don't see a... Just that, again, that emotionally charged language coming out. I see right. a calm, just dependence and call upon the Lord for a number of aspects of life as you go through this. And I, th and I personally think that's part of the beauty of this psalm as a whole is to recognize that God is a faithful and good God throughout all of life. And yes. we are in need of him. Totally dependent. To have a worthwhile, functional life. He's foundation to everything. Yes. You're not going to navigate this life in a successful manner spiritually apart from God. We yeah. we enter into it in a devoid state. We will leave it in a state without what we need apart from coming to God. And in this case, while we don't see some of the same language used, um, 
in terms of being that emotionally charged language, we do see the dependence running yes. through here. You know, he David is faithful to say, you know, it's you. I come to you humbly. In verse 9, he talks about um, that God leads the humble in what is right. He teaches the humble his way. So we see that David theologically is in the same place as he was in 51, but his approach to it, his tone seems a little bit different here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so we hope that as you're studying for, and not only studying, but preparing your heart for worship this week, and we hope that this is a help to you as, as part of that process. And so we would encourage you, as we encouraged you the last couple of weeks, to read through the scripture a number of times, read it out loud, uh, restate it in your own words. Do that with this psalm. That will help you as you come to worship. Make some observations. That's what we've been doing right. in, in this podcast, in this yeah. video. We've been making observations about the text reading it, trying to understand it, observing it. And I don't think we've talked about the application yet because that's, you know, this, the whole thing about pre-service is the idea that we're hoping to encourage you and share definitely among ourselves to be prepared. And we're really sharing those observations. Yes. But the application, that A in the SOAP, really is the video, the set of videos that drop on Tuesday. Yeah, and, yeah. and so you've been in a series where you're sitting down with staff members here and going over a personal application, well, you know, what somebody sees in their own life, right? Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for bringing that up. We, we, we're, we're hoping that this will help you prepare for the weekend message. And then you go through worship, experience worship, call out to the Lord, be edified, be encouraged, be challenged by our pastors, whether it's Tony or, or Travis or or even if Maddie or Randy, if they, yeah. they both preach occasionally as well. And so, and Chuck, and Chuck, and I start saying Chuck yeah, occasionally yeah. as well. And so as you're, as you're being edified, challenged, and you have those times of worship and they will bring out specific applications. Yes. And then a follow up video to that. I, I meet with different staff and, and, uh, and, and talk about some of our takeaways, some of our reflections to so, that. And we discuss the application. That aspect. may not be my takeaways or somebody else's application, right? Sure. But, but it's an example of somebody going through that SOAP method, the scripture, the observation, which is what we're doing now, and then the application. And somebody saying, this is what the challenge was for me, and this is how I'm going to apply it in my life. And, and hopefully that, again, is that encouragement to you to follow through that process and see it modeled from believer to believer. Yes. And so if you're looking for a resource to help you in your time in the Psalms, we would encourage you to check out 40 Days in the Psalms. Kevin, we've talked about this we every have. week. It's, it's a good, good devotion. I don't it's know good... if anybody's actually taken us up on this. Well, I do know one person who did my mom. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. So Dr. Betts, TJ Betts, my mom bought your book. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if somebody out there wants yeah, one of these? You, know, say, I just you, don't know. You, you can find copies of this online. You can go to Amazon, go to your favorite bookseller, and they'll, I'm sure, be able to get a hold of it. But if you're not able to do that, hey, I would be happy to provide you. I'll even give you this copy uh, or find one for you, get one for you, because it's our heart yeah. for you. It's in our heart for you to spend time with the Lord growing in faith. And so we hope that you will be a part of one of our weekend worship services. We have a number to choose from. We have a Saturday service, a number on Sunday and at, at many locations throughout the Chattanooga area. If you don't live in the Chattanooga area or you're just not able to come in person, we have two online times, 930 and 11. You can find out yeah. more about locations and times at silverdalebc.com. And this week, take time to enjoy the Lord and spend time with Him, right? Absolutely. And hey, yeah. do us a favor. <laughs> like and share. Yes. Help us get the word out. Yeah, reach out.
Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called The Seven Commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands, and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale, and we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please, stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.